0: Hey there, welcome to the Creative Metaverse podcast. My name is Ryan Kingsline, and I'm the founder of Vertex School, where we train creatives for the career of their lives. In this podcast, we interview amazing artists and creatives working in film, games, and building the metaverse right now. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. All right. And just a quick note, as with all NFT projects, make sure that you do your own research and you take care of yourself first. All right. Now with that done and said, I'm really excited about this market and I was really excited to have this con, uh, this conversation with Andre, because this is an artist led. And as you'll see, this is something that um, he streamed about and, and had on his mind for a really long time. All right. So with that done and said, I'm going to drop you right into the conversation, right when we pressed record. And I hope you enjoyed this informal kind of behind the scenes, you know, conversation with Andre. And and we pretty much uh, start right as he sends the last piece of artwork. So let's jump into it.
1: I'm actually wrapping up the last piece of art of the collection. Okay, was the last piece? The last one, the last one.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, and like, how many pieces are there?
1: Oh, I don't have this number by my head. but uh, It's
0: usually like over 200 when you're doing yeah, that, that. Yeah, number, it's,
1: right? yeah. it's some, somewhere around that or maybe a little bit more. Uh, yeah. I, I remember that the guys uh, that I'm working with, they, they were saying, dude, you cannot go that far we need rarity and i was like okay I, but we can do like how how however many uh characters and different and they, they were they were like we know it's just like a math thing you have to have rarity if you don't uh the collectors are going to to all end up with the same rarity everything is going to be like uh like one of a kind and i was like Oh, I know. So they do like the the, the crazy uh, work of figuring out all the traits and mm. and how they they get together. I wanted to do so much more, but it's good that they 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 actually didn't let me because uh, I, I would be completely overwhelmed. Well, I am, but uh, even more.
0: Yeah, it's in the nature of an artist to just bite off too much, right? Like that's just right. what we do.
1: Yeah, it's like, wow, but I can do that and it's going to be so much better. Yeah. Uh, But we already have enough.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, do you need to push or do you want to?
1: No, no, no. I'm actually uh, just like sending them. No, well, okay. You are
0: finishing up the last one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a war tech. So, nobody knows that we are going to be having those uh, big uh wearables let's call it like that uh because like they have like all kinds of wearables right uh like helmets and uh, sunglasses and everything like that that's the one you
0: sent you uh you sent sorry is that the one in discord
1: the wearables those are the big wearables uh, I, wanna, I wanted to call this uh, something else. Uh, we are working on how it's going to be in the, in the website. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a, it's a very rare trade. Uh, so we're not going to have lots of them. But it's very interesting because I don't recall seeing something that really changed the, the, the visuals of the NFT in those collections. It was always like, oh, changing the, the mm-hmm. type of glass that you wear or if you're uh, with a headphone or uh, whatever, a piercing or uh, earring or something like that. I was like, I want to put him in a Mac Warrior.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> because my character, he is like in, in he's not like a, a, a just like a f- face portrait. He's like, in there, full body. It's just that he has a big head. So it kind of feels like the same kind of portrait uh, mode NFTs, but it's like full body. So actually, I can build something around him and actually create like a unique wearable, uh, like a tank, like the yeah. rocket, like the MacWar. So, to the moon. Yeah. <laughs>
2: from the moon
0: that's pretty awesome yeah you're right it's always like hey there's a scar hey there's a color hey there's a gradient hey there's no gradient right yeah
1: yeah yeah i wanted to push a little bit farther than that you know i wish i had the time to do everything that i wanted but uh we were right yeah yeah we are gonna have a second collection of those characters so we're we're Actually, launching these 5,000 uh, characters first, and if if everything w- goes well, uh, we are going to be planning to to launch a second batch of 5,000, and then we are probably going to stop creating those characters because we don't want to, you know, create like a very large supply of them. Right. So 10,000 is a, is already more than we wanted at first we we wanted one batch of 5,000 and then I had some ideas to bring other art- artists to help with the the visuals like the 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 scheme of those characters mm. just like toy art you know like those uh, little video toys from uh Kid Robot or uh super plastic and those uh those toy makers. So uh, I was like, I want to do something like that. Actually, that, that's the whole idea around this collection. I wanted to do something around toy art. It's a passion of mine. Mm-hmm. I always wanted. I tried in the past, but it was so expensive. And the logistics were crazy. Like I the I, printing? I, yeah. Like, no, actually, when I, tar- when I tried to do that, there was no three D printers like oh, yeah. normal three D printer that we know, like today. It was yeah. two thousand and seven, two thousand and eight, probably oh, yeah somewhere I around that. It. Yeah, you had to sculpt, like create the mold, and it was so difficult back then. So difficult to to do something like that. And uh, but I wanted, so I, I I I made the project, but I didn't, you know, had the means to actually make it it was just too expensive and the logistics was really complicated as well Mm. so how to store how to ship all those things and then suddenly i was like hey those collections that are coming out in the nft space i don't know i don't like that i mean i do it's kind of cool there are a few projects that i kind of like actually this is the thing i think maybe wow, what about that toy art project that I had? What if Hmm. instead of toy art, like for real, like physical, we can create like something like in the crypto space? Actually, that's a great idea. Let's pursue that. So I started to to talk to the other guys and and, uh, we decided that was worth uh, doing. So that's That's how how it it all happened, huh? Yeah. Huh. That's crazy That's- because at first I was like, kind of, uh, I don't know, those, because you know what? There's a lot of cash grabbers out there. And yeah. I, 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 I was like, okay, if we're doing that, we cannot be anonymous because those anonymous guys, they can just vanish, you know, and, and, and nobody knows who they are, right? Uh, I, I cannot. People are going to chase me. Oh, shit.
2: <laughs> yeah if something
1: goes wrong <laughs> yeah I, I thought about it and i was like no no this is this is a real project we are trying to do something that we last we have both bold pro- both bold ideas for the future uh we just don't over promise in the in the in the timeline that we are the roadmap that we have uh, yeah we, we thought about let's put that and I was like nah, let's not put that now because you know we're gonna need more funding we are gonna need uh, partners that are going to work with us let's let's put the the things in motion first uh, let's sell the first batch and 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 see how we are going to grow this uh, ecosystem of characters because mm-hmm. uh well, I don't know if I can say that, but then let's say that. So we're going to build like an ecosystem, an ecosystem around those characters. We're going to have those two first batches. We're probably going to have different characters in the future with different uh, forms. So they're not going to be monkeys, those other uh, characters. And yeah. we are going to 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 build something to use them with. I cannot disclose what we're thinking right now because, yeah. you know, we don't want to overpromise anything, but we have both uh, ideas. Uh, it's just that it's more complicated than just willing to do, you know, doing it is it's more complicated than just saying that you're going to do it, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, totally. So I guess, like, why don't we, why don't we start with like, what is this? What is Art Monkeys? You know, because we jumped in and we started talking about this, but maybe somebody's sitting here listening to this later and yeah, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I I started speaking like crazy because I'm like super accelerated. I didn't sleep well for the past five nights, and I'm working like 24 seven. And I was like, okay, I started to talk too much. But uh, really, uh, Art Monkeys is a project that I. It's been in my mind for a very long time. As I said, I had this idea to create like a, a collectibles uh, figure,
2: yeah, like a
1: video figure that you can just you know paint over, just something like the monies. You know, I actually bought bought a few monies because I, mine, I sold all of them when I came to the USA. I had to get rid of most of my things, so it's super heartbreaking <laughs> but uh, just like those monies from Kid robot, and and that you can you know design and draw and, and customize and do things with that and it stayed with me for a long time then I thought okay so I had this storyline of the monkeys that evolved after uh, humans left earth yeah went to the they the humans went to uh Saturn moons, Jupiter moons to to, to take over uh, those other planets, like moons, you know, and they left the, the world, uh, fucked up. And without the humans, actually, nature took place and you know, fixed everything over time by hundreds of thousands of years, maybe millions of years. We don't know exactly uh, when in time it is. We just know that it's far ahead of time. And yeah. the monkeys were the next uh, obvious creatures to reach like civilization levels if we are not here to 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 stop them, you know, from evolving to that. So I thought, well, because people are asking me this thing as well. Why monkeys again? Come on. A lot of monkeys out there. And I was
2: like, mm.
1: yeah, shit. This is an old project that I had this idea so long ago. I thought about making like an a, a animated series after that. And then I started to work with video games. And I thought, no, actually, this is better in a video game. And I started to try to fund the idea to, to, to create a game like a mobile game and it didn't fly. And it was there, forgotten in the drawer until, as I said, I was looking at those uh, collectibles in the NFT space and I was like, maybe that's that's the the idea to do that. And so I did because maybe this can fund uh, something bigger.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, like I was planning it before,
0: and so, maybe the maybe the humans come back. There's an, maybe there's a, yeah there's a moment.
1: I thought about this uh, in the storyline, but uh, if that would happen, it would be far ahead of what I what I had in mind. Yeah, and because what I was thinking actually was not the humans coming back, but the the monkeys. Uh, reaching the same level of technology that we had when we left, and I actually went to find those people that left all those technological things behind. That they, because they they would benefit of learning a lot from what we have evolved as a civilization. Because imagine if we leave everything here, uh, time will consume everything. But some relics are going to to, to last. Are going to be and the next civilization in this planet probably is going to look at those things and say, "Wow, those people here were very, very—I don't know, smart or whatever." Just like we see, like the civilization that we we see in the Americas, like that they build like those uh, pyramids, like the Mayas, the Aztecas, uh, uh, you know, and the Egyptians that build pyramids and we, we look at them and say how did they do it it's so crazy it's, uh, it's incredible so the next civilization we've actually and we are still the same civilization we we ask those questions imagine another uh civilization you know?
2: mm.
0: so have you ever yeah. uh, have, have you ever been to italy to um pantheon i think it's the pantheon i can't remember if it's parthenon or pantheon
1: uh, i think it's the Pan- Pan- pantheon
0: big oculus like i remember going in there yeah and thinking like oh my god like how would you even do that today like just
1: yeah i think it's a feat. one piece right I, yeah i think it's a one piece thing like come on even today how are you gonna do it people yeah. are not gonna do it because it's like no we can break this down in many pieces and so much easier so yeah uh, yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, so how, how long have you, have you been doing? Because uh, you've been in industry for a while. I look at your title. There's like art director. There's all these different things that you've done.
1: Yeah, I've been since 1994. Oh, man. Yeah, so it You're was OG like, a year. like me. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, I started like a year before the, the Toy Story came out. All right. And it was all about flying logos back then, right? So it mm. was very, very rudimentary CGI, and as soon I, I started with 3ds for the DOS DOS. Let's say this in English. I think I never said the, yeah, the, the DOS in yeah. the English. So yeah, yeah. so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I started with, with the 3ds 3D Studio for uh-huh. uh, R4 for. Uh, DOS, and when we started to have the the, the new softwares coming out on the Windows NT uh, 3DS Max, the first one, I think that they had already out of the bed like uh, some kind of bombs deformations, because we had this in DOS, but it was very time consuming, very uh, it was hell. So it was very hard to actually deform. And you didn't have any kind of real modeling tools, right? It was more like a CAD program to model with. I remember that I did like a a short film with a Wolverine back then. And Mm -hmm. man, I did like the cross section of the whole torso to, to try to create like the shape of a torso and the body parts. I didn't have the bones to, to actually, so they were like separate pieces with the the axes in the in place, and I was like animating Wolverine back then in DOS. I was like those those crazy things that you do as a kid. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. And I've been working with CGI uh, since then. I I actually went to college to. I, I wish we had like a cinematography course. In, in, in my city but we didn't so we had like uh, radio and TV so it was good that I went to that course to do, I, I understood a little bit more about direction and editing all those things you know because of uh, because of college so yeah. I think that when I say wow oh, maybe college didn't help me so much because you know I would work with foundation CGI and they had nothing to do with that. But actually, when you, when you study the, 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 the whole thing, like how you create like a, a TV spot or a TV program or something like that, you're studying direction, direction uh, you're studying lighting, we had like photography. Uh, so it was my first uh, contact with those, uh, those things. And even though I already worked, with CGI, I choose the I choose the, the the course because of that. I was like, okay, I need to I need something like that to get better. Yeah, and having this vision back then, I think that I I was pretty smart.
0: <laughs> I think so. I mean, that was that was one of the big issues because, like, I remember I was learning uh, figure drawing. I, I was trying to become a better artist and be able to draw the body and do all that stuff. And and a friend of oh. mine who couldn't draw very well. was like, man, you got to get into the game industry like it's 75 starting, you know, it was great money, all that stuff. But I was looking at that and I'm like, man, you know, it's like, I don't know. It's like I really want to have skill. I want to have my foundations, you know, yeah. I don't want to just jump in and then fizz out.
1: Totally. But uh, I was a kid, man, and I. I think I, I was a little bit lucky. It wasn't just it wasn't just a smart move. I think it was a little bit of luck as mm-hmm. well because I didn't think all this together is like back then. I didn't see how this would benefit me uh, so much because you know computer graphics were so far away back then from a real uh, you know it was hard to do CGI, especially if you're like uh by her, by yourself like not in a big company back then so i don't know i i couldn't see i think how 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 good it would be to understand photography to understand editing to understand mm-hmm. how to direct someone in the set yeah.
0: those
1: those things you know so I, I didn't have a clue. I think it was a, a, a smart move and at the same time, a little bit of luck that I decided to go that route because it actually gave me a lot, of, uh, a lot of good insights. And I remember that when I started to create the animations like characters animations, I think it was nine eight that we were able to, to, to do something like interesting.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: In, like, in a professional level, you know? Yeah. I think it was 1998 or in 1999, somewhere around that. I created a spot for a uh, soft drink, and the, the, the character was a soft drink bottle.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, I, hate, I hate those characters that are actually made of the the project because of that because i i stayed working with (laughs) that like for 10 years i think
2: yeah
1: uh every year i had like a spot of one or two spots of one minute length uh of animation and i hated the design of the character but it was actually uh the only the only way i was able to do some character animation in in my city because Mm. there wasn't there wasn't actually a market for CGI back then, it was like who who wants it, who mm. who understands that? Where, it, where was it? It wasn't a thing. It was 1998, and I was in a small capital city of a small state in Brazil. Mm. So it was. I wasn't even in São Paulo. You know that is a, like the biggest city in 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 in, in Brazil yeah. and South America you know, and I, I moved to Sao Paulo later. I stayed in Sao Paulo. I, I, I stayed there for eight years and there was actually the moment in my life that I actually started directing for real. Because back then, you know, when I was doing those those animations for, the, for those guys, uh, the soft drink, I was directing because, you know, I had to do everything. I was actually doing everything. It's like me and one guy, my my, my partner. He was a programmer, uh, a developer, and he started to learn 3D and and help me. But uh, the, the the bold part of the CG, the animation, everything was more about me, and I was doing everything by myself. And directing yourself is not the same thing as directing other people, right? <laughs> so. Uh, in Sao Paulo, I actually think that was the moment in my career that I actually could say, yeah, I'm a director and working as a director and directing things and directing advert uh, games back then. We did some advert yeah. games for uh, brands like Cheetos and created like uh, video games. That was actually like very playable. It wasn't just like a... It was actually fun to play. You know, we did like a platform game for 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 Justice Cheetah, and he was like jumping over and killing uh the the the, the hunters in 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 the jungle.
0: And uh, <laughs> what uh, what platform do you guys use?
1: Uh it was it was one of the first Unity 3D uh mm. versions. I can't remember which one, but it was that was probably 2008, no, 2009, 2010.
0: Hmm. Man, there's, there's so much talent that's come out of Brazil.
1: Yeah, it's crazy, right? I always it's, hear the same thing. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's because I think that that's what I'm saying. Brazil is a place that is hard to thrive. And if you thrive, it's because you're good. Hmm. <laughs> it's like, it's like the sea makes the sailor <laughs> a, bad, a bad sea makes the sailor
0: <laughs> yes okay but it's also it's the same with some of the the crypto stuff a lot of it's coming from latin america and you know not all us based
1: yeah right it's it's incredible because well when i first got into crypto it was a shock because when I, when I saw the, the beginning, well, my beginning in crypto space was like a year ago, like probably February, maybe end of January, that I started mm-hmm. to see uh, some things about the NFTs. And I got into that, I think, in March. I started to do some projects. Right. And when I when I when I went to the to the scene, and I saw the crypto scene, I was like, "Wow, so many so many people working in this, and I don't know anybody." <laughs> they were... That's exactly what happened to me. <laughs> I was like, "I don't know anybody. Where those people were? Where yeah. I? I? Where was I?" <laughs>
0: I, it's exactly. I was like, I was like, I thought I knew everybody that did 3D. Yeah,
1: exactly. And, and, uh, uh, and suddenly you, go. you saw so many talents. Uh, people were saying that, well, the guys from the CGI industry had this vision that the NFT space were full of crap. And it was, let's, let's be real. There was so much crappy art and it, took me a while to understand what was happening and what is happening, man, is that we are in the, in the middle of a new, uh, illuminism. Is that illuminism?
0: Or, I love that word like that. Uh, I, I have a poetry degree. So that works. like, <laughs> yes, illuminism. No, it's, like,
1: uh, it's actually, uh, Oh shit! Vision. Renaissance, Renaissance. We Renaissance, are in, yes. We are in a, in the middle of a new Renaissance, as big or bigger than it was after the Middle Ages.
0: Mm. You know, I don't disagree. Uh, something's is, going on.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, if you if you want to do something about, like, if you if you want to be an artist today. There's so many options, so many possibilities, and it just needs you to, to want it, to want to do something artistically, because all this software... So artwork, and not just artwork, everything, like uh, uh, writing, uh, music, every part of the the human creation aspect is... Is having the same, the same moment, you know. It's not just like 3D art or or, or digital art or whatever. Yeah. It's it's everything because it's it's reaching everybody, and everybody has the means to do whatever they want. They just need to want and to go and do it, right? So, it's 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 incredible. It's a very interesting moment in time that. We're going to be seeing this in history books, if history books is going to be a thing in the future. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> this <is so> true.
0: <laughs> you know, that's such a great metaphor, because, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a traditional, like I, I studied traditional because when I was learning art, they, like there was no CG. And, right. you know, it's, uh, I felt like something was going to come. So I was kind of prepared, but there was no, there was no CG. I just um knew I wanted to get good at my skills. So I was, I'm a kind of a student of that era. And before Michelangelo, before Leonardo, it's kind of, it was all work for hire. It was all, everybody was in ateliers. Everybody was in a trade and they were doing that work of that trade. Right, and. It reminds me a lot of the studios. Everybody's in the studio. Work for hire, you're apprenticed, that's it. And now comes this like explosion of something else. Like in the Renaissance, it's the Medici's, the banking system, it's a bunch of stuff like that. Now the finances are there. And now we have this explosion of, you know, it's actually like, you know, when we started, it wasn't possible for us to say something, hey, this is my art and sell it to somebody. It was always, okay, this is your logo, this is your thing, you know, where's my money? But now you're making your monkeys, they're your monkeys, it's your art, right? and get to, you know, hopefully make a living off of stuff like that.
2: True, true. It's crazy. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a
1: change in paradigm and, and. It's an incredible thing that we can now, as digital artists, sell digital art. Because, you know, uh, probably your audience already know that, but people that didn't think about that and didn't understand about digital art, we were not able to sell a digital art as a unique uh, artwork. Yeah, Because every digital asset can be copied and people still don't understand. Oh, so you're selling JPEGs. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. In the end, it's a JPEG, but uh, it's the same thing as saying, uh, I'm selling the Mona Lisa. Okay. uh, What? The picture? The the real picture? Oh no, just a print that I took a picture and, and it's very high resolution. And, uh, you know, it's super I good. lit it very super, well. Yeah, it's super good. The part is outstanding, <laughs> but it's not the real thing. You know, yeah. it doesn't matter if it's like a perfect uh, copy of the original if it's not the original. So hmm. now with the blockchain, we can do that. We actually can. We have the means to say, I'm the artist. I signed this. Uh, this artwork here and this artwork belongs to someone else that can, you know, sell it for someone else later or keep it. And someone that is going to have the original is the only one that owns the original. Yeah. Because in the end, man, people are saying "Ah, oh, but everybody can copy it. Yes, that's true. But what makes Mona Lisa so valuable maybe is because Everybody knows her, everybody saw that, everybody uh, saw this uh, replicated over and over and over. So if things get popular and and you see them a lot, they they tend to make the the original one more valuable. So that's one, one way to think about it, right?
0: I just, uh, I had an interview, um, I know I'm going to try to get this interview out earlier because of, you know, you're on a timeline. Um, but I just had an interview with, uh, that's nifty, uh, podcast guys who are just amazing, you know, and they, uh, they introduced me to X copy who I had no idea, you know, it shows like, I'm still learning so much about this, but they introduced me to X copy. Who's like one of the first people doing this GIF artwork. And showing me, you know, it's like one of these is going for $6 million right now that's, on
1: super rare. That's that's crazy. Man.
0: Yeah. And then they were talking about uh, how it's not because, you know, there's all the there's the royalty structure. Which is fantastic for an artist like that. You can't even do royalty structures with physical paintings. It's not that's right. yeah. possible. Um, but it's not just that. But actually, all the as I understand it and all the collectors are also in there getting royalties. So if you supported it early on, you're getting a cut of its growth. So wow. it sells for 6 million. You as a collector were there, the artist was there. And so it's this really interesting kind of uh, look at what equity is, what's what's ownership and what does that mean? Because You know, um, and I was talking to that's nifty guys about this, but, you know, I used to I had a gallery in Laguna Beach for a very short period of time. And I, you know, seven years ago and I was looking at like, how do I make digital art and how do I make a living? I was like, hey, you know, I've done the ZBrush thing. I have a business. I'm paying my own way in life now. You know, how do I do art? I didn't know anything about this NFT. So I looked at things like printing. And then I looked at this like this and it just didn't make me feel good but there's this guy Thomas Kincaid, who does these like really kitsch uh, if you don't know Thomas I'll have to send it to you afterwards mm-hmm. but but he'll make a painting and then he'll make a uh, a mold of the painting so you get the brush strokes right so they basically cast the painting with the same strokes and the same color to replicate wow. it yeah <laughs> And, you know, so I'm like looking at crazy techniques like that. Like, how can I get something that's innovative? And, you know, I missed that whole NFT thing, like by about three years in this conversation, you know, and next thing you know, I wake up and people's, you know, 69 million and everybody's going, did you see what
2: happened?
0: (laughs) And uh, and now we're here, you know, it's crazy.
1: I missed the boat as well. I, I, when I started thinking about this, I, I went full in. I was in, a, I was in a studio and the CEO of the studio, uh, well, it was a very small studio. Started with him, a couple, uh, couple people, and then I came in. We started to create this uh, environment to create animations for uh, digital celebrities. Like uh, the studio takes care of Serena Williams and Alex Hanian uh, Koi Koi, which is the, the doll of their daughter. Mm-hmm. So their daughter have a doll and this doll is called Koi Koi. And she has like a digital presence in Instagram, TikTok. She has more than six or million followers, I guess. What? How do I <laughs> yeah. not know this? <laughs> well, I, I actually don't promote it uh, as portfolio, because uh, we had like uh, the idea to not show who was behind it, because people yeah. tend to think, "Oh, Alex O'Hanian is working on that," and 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 Serena Williams is actually doing that. So, so we were like, "Let's keep it that way." Let's not let's not put this in, in our portfolios so that people don't know where they're coming from. Uh-huh. So we build a uh the the company with that in mind and actually uh we have well I, I'm not there anymore. I left a few months ago uh, okay. to, to to pursue my own stuff, but uh they have Uh, a few more characters like there is the the Medio family in TikTok they are like one of the biggest TikTokers in the US yeah she was the the biggest like by far but uh, I don't know anymore if if there was like other TikTokers that went beyond their numbers so we create like two characters for them as well Uh, and it's if you if you if you Google them like Squeak and Rye, it's pretty good. The quality is like very, very good. And it's like very good TV uh spot actually TV series quality, probably like on the top level of the TV. And it's just for TikTok and Instagram. Isn't that crazy? So we, because we were in this digital space, we were quite quick to get into the NFT ideas in the beginning, but uh, we didn't have too much time to to, to invest in in that. So Mm -hmm. we kept missing the moment. We started to do a project and then boom, it was already too late because someone else did something very similar. And we're like, oh, let's not continue with that. And you know, so in the end, last year was a was a moment that I I worked so much in the NFT space, and I didn't launch many things. <laughs> we were launching actually a, a a marketplace. We're developing a marketplace that uh, at some point in time. Uh, I thought funding, about doing that. That's got to fun- be hard. The, the funding just just. They cut off the, the funny end, it stopped. But I, I was actually saving my artwork to actually be like a exclusive in the the, the NFT. So I didn't, I didn't actually start like posting yeah. my my artwork in other place, other marketplaces, because we were I was saving like my artwork to go in, in, in that marketplace that was like some kind of exclusivity, uh artists. And it didn't happen. So I lost like months of the NFT uh, start. So, so I was working behind the scenes in the NFT space, but never achieving anything. But, mm. but, but I did learn a lot. So it, was, it wasn't everything, you know, down the drain. It was a great year for understanding the NFT space and, and looking at it uh, with different eyes.
0: Well, help a brother out. What'd you learn? Because uh, I got I to figure this out for myself and like my future well. students <laughs> and my students now. Like this, their, their world is different. Like I'm looking at my students and I'm like, I really have to ask, like, do I want you to just work at Electronic Arts? Like, you know, that's a job. I, I love that job. I, maybe I kind of want you to go work for Apple. That's a better job. But then there's also this other job where it's like, well, maybe maybe you make it as your own.
1: <laughs> that's that's a very interesting thing because now you have much more possibilities. And I I I actually didn't pursue that the path of going to the big places because I was already directing in Brazil. And, and- I kinda like it to have like full control, not full control, but a lot of control over the, 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 the artwork and and how something. So I work with advertisement most yeah. of the time. So, and, but I, and one thing that I like is like every project lasts for three months and then it's another one. So you're mm-hmm. never bored right. and you're always learning. And, but my buddies uh, back then that were like learning, they're super talented. I'm not going to compare myself with them, but uh, one of them became like an a, a animator at Disney. He's like a uh, animation supervisor there. Mm-hmm. And it is crazy that, well, other, others went to ILM. And, you know, and they always ask me, Hey, Andrew, why? why don't you apply for those places? Why, why don't you go there? I was like, man, I stayed like in Brazil as a director in, in, in Sao Paulo doing like some great, incredible projects for eight years. And it was crazy good. It, I, I had nothing to complain. Money was good. The, 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 the capabilities that we had as a studio was great. Uh, we were able to deliver like very good quality work. Uh, we were always trying to be uh, more creative on how to 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 tackle with some problems like let's not waste all the money in this shot. This shot is crazy good, but we're not gonna have the money for the rest of the shots. Let's let's cut the shot and and or do something different and easier in the shot because that one is super difficult and let's spread the money around the other places and, and actually get like a good film out of that. So it was a, a very interesting path that I, that I, that I, that I went to. And now we have this that I didn't have that. And if I didn't get into, into directing, I would probably try to, to, to go to, to those companies like applying for, uh video game companies or those places but in the end i was very happy with the with the path that i chose sometimes i feel like man back then i would have a chance if i applied i don't know for a big studio you know Uh, and i always have this idea that what did i miss but in the end, I, I I'm really happy with the path that I that I that I chose because I have a lot of ownership of mostly everything that I did, so mm. I I feel good about about it. And actually, that helps me now in this new era of the NFT space. I have some ideas and so many projects that I that I can think how to do it because. It's hard to do some, some, some projects like this project that, that I just did. Ah, wow. 5,000 characters, man. We did like, uh, in 2008, a project similar to this kind of technology wasn't in the blockchain, of course, but, uh, uh, for Doritos and they were launching the sweet chili flavor in Brazil and they wanted to create, well, we proposed to them to create like some little monsters pretty much Mm-hmm. Like what I'm doing, and yeah. they they were like uh, and we had like different arm sizes, different uh, body shapes, different uh, artwork in the face, like different textures in the face. It was crazy it was like it's a math crazy thing that if you multiply ten by ten by ten by ten by ten, you get like astronomical numbers so in the end, the project that we created, they, they needed like 100,000 different characters. That's the, what, what they wanted. 100,000 or 1,000? 1, I cannot remember. But I think okay. it was 100,000 unique characters. And, uh, and we were like, wow, that's impossible. And then we started to think about how to do it. I was like, yeah. actually, that's not that hard thinking about the math. Like in theory, yeah. it's not that. Much. In the end, we end up with uh, with a number that was super astronomical of possibilities. It was okay. like a billion, trillion, quadrillion, quintillion. What is what is after a quadrillion? Man, a million,
0: a billion <laughs> is all my brain does. And <laughs> you get a trillion.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and <sighs> it's crazy because we were liking those numbers of possible outcomes. Okay. In theory. Yeah. We don't, we don't have the means to test. Right. Right. <laughs> but uh, if you do the math, like uh, all the traits that we had combined, like multiplied by the amount of them, it's like, Oh, we have 10 colors of the same textures. We have 10 textures and we had like 10 uh, head shapes and we had 10 body shapes and we had like 10 arm shapes <laughs> and let's mix different textures in each one of them. In the end, you end up like with those astronomical numbers and they had to have animation as well. So (laughs) it was even crazier. Uh, It's way more complex than what I'm doing right now. But it was with a team, with everybody. You know, we had like a eight people team at them. I was was leading them, but uh, I had a lot of help. Was this something that
0: was going to get printed? And actually, like shipped with no, product. No, it, it,
1: it was an AR. Uh, it was actually the first AR project done in a mm-hmm. package of a product in the world. So it was wow. in the, the back of the Doritos package, and you showed it to the webcam, and you would have like a the the, the AR code open, yeah. and an egg mm-hmm. was there, and it kind of bounced there and broke, and a little monster was coming out of it. It was like a little chili monster.
0: And this is Doritos or Cheetos? Doritos. Doritos. So Doritos beat NFTs to the market.
1: <laughs> yeah, like by a long mark. It was 2009, wow. I think. 2000 and, well, I started in the company in 2008. I think it was one of the first projects. But probably it was in the beginning of 2009 or somewhere in the middle of that. So it was, yeah, one of the first AR things that I saw, I was working at. So I was like, shit, how do I do that? I don't know how to do low poly. (laughs) And we had to learn.
2: Mm -hmm. It was
1: very experimental. (laughs) Everything. And yeah, just crazy, crazy times.
0: (laughs) That's amazing. You know, it's something interesting. You said there too, um, that I, I it's been going through my mind but you said like you know you had friends they went they got into the studio but you have been here owning work and you've been making a lot of your own creative decisions I assume too right right yeah so you know when i look at this world now and, and the possibility and if you like sit me down because i've been i've been so into my own road if you sit me down and you say all right ryan you got you know all the money all the food family's taken care of they all go to college Um, you know, so paint, I like, I sit down now and I'm like, (laughs) well, what would I, huh? I don't know. Like, it's been so long since I exercised my own ideas, like on that stuff. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Fascinating. And that's that's why I, I, I feel like that the same way, for example, this project, as I'm saying, is not a new idea. It's a, an idea that was with me for, for, for a few years. And, mm. and sometimes that's the best idea to get something that you already thought. You don't need to create new ideas every day.
0: Mm.
1: We do that in our jobs uh with our advertisement. We had to come up with new ideas. But uh but your own ideas sometimes I stop, I write them down, I create like I have I have like s- a lot of things that I written for short films, for you know that could go into a anthology a mm-hmm. series, something like that. It's there. It's there. Sometime in the future, I'm gonna have time to, to revisit and, and 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 dig that out and see if there was something good out of it or not. You know. Yeah. So I try to to to, to write down my ideas so that. I will forget about them. Oh, yeah. Right. It's, it's yeah. hard because then you start to have like uh, false memories because you start to see sim- something similar to the things that you created.
2: Uh-huh. But,
1: and you start to think, well, was that my idea? Was that part of what I learned afterwards?
2: Yeah. So, I love that. When
1: it, yeah. When you revisit, you know what you actually thought about it at first. And then, of course, you're going to add more things that you lived afterwards. But uh, at least you have like a, you know, a picture of what, what was the original idea.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. So I want to talk about um, on the project a little bit. Is there a reason you guys um, are thinking Solana as opposed to Ethereum?
1: That, that's a good question. I've been asked it a lot. Yeah. uh by Solana. Uh, I know that some people uh have some some caveats about Solana not being uh like super uh decentralized like like Ethereum.
0: It can be uh, hacked and I, I read that and then I heard some of the defense of it and so it looked 50 50 either way I couldn't tell. Yeah I that
1: yeah, I, I never heard about Solana being hacked or something like that. Oh, it wasn't hacked. Sorry,
0: it was a um, denial of service or something like that. There was just well, a it, clog.
1: The, yeah, it's like if it's not decentralized enough, so someone has a little bit of control, right? Mm. And if if this control, they can they well with control they can control right. It works that way. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, it works that way. Yeah,
1: works that way. So uh, that's the main concern about uh, the Solana blockchain. But uh, Mm. but man, I think that Solana is actually the the I think the probable next uh, NFT uh, space in the blockchain. I think that. Mm They have so much potential, the, the, the project is good, the project is, is, is fast, and gas fees are not a problem. Uh, I, don't, I don't even know how much they, they are. They're neglectable. They're very, very small. Uh, yeah. And one of the things about Ethereum with the gas fees is that everything that you do in the blockchain, you pay a gas. That's how it works. So, if you interact with the blockchain, you have to, to pay a gas fee for for interacting. And some some this blocks a lot of people. In many, for example, in Brazil, working with Ethereum, it's kind of hard because the dollar is already like skyrocketing uh, against the Brazilian real, mm. and on top of that. Is the the, the the Ethereum that is skyrocketing as well in comparison yeah. with last year? So uh, well now it's the downtrend. We don't know where it's going to head. But uh, anyways, it's really hard for some places to to actually uh, pay gas fees here in the USA. It's it's expensive. Sometimes it's super expensive. Sometimes it's like ridiculous expensive. Uh, but usually it's like expensive to, to, to mint something like around a hundred dollars to mint an artwork. Uh, I, I, I needed some back in, uh, some days that were like very slow. Uh, I paid like 35 to $40, but $40 in Brazil is a lot of money for uh, a small artist. To, mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I have a huge audience in Brazil. So I wanted to have my first project to be accessible, you know,
2: I get it. And, yeah.
1: and also we are not charging a lot. We don't want to get rich in a, in a project. Like, uh, we are not hitting and running, you know, uh, the amount of money, if, if you, if you calculate the, the, the whole thing, it's nobody's going to get rich with this project. If, if it's a success, if it's a success, nobody's getting rich. It's, uh, but it's a good money for like two, three months of work. That's what I'm doing, you know. So, uh, but I want to test the pro- the project. I want to learn from the project. I want to see how far we can develop this project, because uh, probably another project in the future is going to be bigger. It's going to be, mm-hmm. maybe I can get millionaire. Like people are saying, oh, you're going to get millionaire." No, I'm not. Just make the, the math. If you see how much we are charging and, and we're yeah. not going to, be, to become millionaires. Maybe Solana Sky Rocks tomorrow, maybe. Right, right. So right. But, uh, but we're not doing that because of that. Of course, the money is yeah. uh, it's, it's really important. I want to have more money involved so that we could fund uh more uh bigger projects on this on, on the next drop and and going forward. Uh, yeah. but yeah.
2: That
0: makes does sense.
1: Does that answer the question? <laughs>
0: it does. It does. I mean it revolves around accessibility because I mean ETH is uh, it's you know it's supposed to be decentralized, but I mean it, that get that gas fee thing has got to get solved. I don't, yeah, it is. I don't see how they can scale.
1: In a way, but it's very centralized to people that can and have enough money to interact in the blockchain. So in a way, it's a little club, you know.
0: Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. All right. So I know we're right there and you got to get back because you probably you got a whole night of work ahead of you, don't you?
1: I don't think I have. I think I I actually wrapped up the last... I'm going to rest a little bit, but uh, we are testing a lot of the, the outcome of the, the collection yeah. and seeing things that are going wrong. Uh, some Well, when you create a project like that, you have to think about all the possibilities and where things are going to intersect, for example. To have yeah. like a sunglasses and, and something uh, in his head as well that occupy the same space, it's going to intersect. Of course. And, and I tried to be as much careful as I could, but some, some stuff does intersect. So we have to look at them, uh, test the possibilities and, and create some, some rules to, to avoid that. Like we have to create an exception. If this object is sorted, these other, this other object cannot be, or, uh-huh. you know, so it's complicated. So your coders are not sleeping tonight, I think. No, no, they are not. <laughs> <laughs> and also we have we have some issues with, with rendering as well. Like mm-hmm. we well, are using Arnold and 3ds Max. And for some reason, like when you have like two pieces of glass of refraction, one on top of the other, mm-hmm. uh, it's crashing. And I was like, well, that's the first. I never mm-hmm. saw a problem like that arise uh so what is causing that so you start you know (laughs) you start to see those problems and 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 search for them. so in the end i'm saying that i'm going to rest it's because i was like uh running at i don't know 100 miles an hour and now i have to 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 slow down to 50 miles an hour but i (laughs) still still have to a lot to run for yeah. you know
0: <laughs> well man i wish you all the luck with this so how do people you have a discord for um, artmonkeys. and it's ees.io yeah um and i'm on there and um so all people have to do they just go to artmonkeys.io and put their email in and all, everything comes from there
1: yeah uh, there in the discord channel there is like a a very uh descriptive uh, of of how you're gonna do it for the minting, the minting
0: guide. I yeah, that, right? the minting yeah.
1: guide. Looking at and, it right now. Yeah, on the on the on the website, it's it's more straightforward on what is happening and and how and you're going to be doing the. Ah, oh, one thing that is important to say, man. There is so much scammers in the in the in this space, and we are seeing a lot of people actually. Going after the the projects are going to be uh, releasing, They're going mm-hmm. to be dropping and and creating like newer sites, newer uh, websites to 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 try to get uh, to fool those people.
2: Yeah.
1: And I always fell for one once, and I was like, wait, 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 this, this that's not right. But it looks like it. I was like, okay. Let's let's check. And I was I wasn't in the right place. And I was like, okay. So that's a, a thing that uh, we have to take care. And yeah. just go to Artmonkeys with double E, uh, with an S, E E S. Dot I O. And that's the place that you're going to find the 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 real link. If it's not from the website, don't trust it. If someone direct message you with the link, don't trust it can be like a, a hoax or, you know, yeah. like some kind of phishing uh, attack. So
0: that's a great point. And I highly recommend because I'm on Discord way like I just three months ago, I hated
1: Discord. Like I just yeah, I, I couldn't I still feel understand, a little
0: bit understand
1: like it. <laughs> you do. <laughs> no, I, 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 I don't it. hate it. I mean, I'm just kidding. It's just uh, it's overwhelming.
0: It is it's overwhelming. It's, but now it's like, we do a, our school runs like a lot of it is on discord because i mean you, it's overwhelming but it's very it, easy
1: and it's good it's good it's a good piece of software for yeah. me it's a little bit overwhelming because i, I have discord i have slack i have ah. uh google uh, messenger from facebook messenger that i talk to a lot of people in brazil and mm. just too much communication and too, too much, too little of me <laughs> to yeah. take care of all this. Yes.
0: You need an assistant. <laughs> Highly recommend it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's great. So I was going to say, um, if you, like I right click on all my servers, go into uh, privacy settings and disable direct messages.
1: Yeah, I already did that. Yeah
0: so if anybody's listening like you got to do that cuz i mean i joined one i forget which one i joined i think it might be the uh, artifact hub i joined and then wow. next thing you know it was like just direct message from scammers like i you know i'd get yeah. 10 a day yeah. it's horrible
1: even more right? i i was getting probably 50 a day <laughs> Oh wow! Yeah, that's horrifying. they're very active because you already blocked them like a long time ago. (laughs) I I I was using more Discord like months ago. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's crazy. So, All right, so art monkeys yeah. with ees.io and then get into the discord. So I'm I think yeah. James uh James James Busby, we got to give him a shout out from 3D scan store cuz he's the guy who when he posted yours I was like, "It's 3D. It's not like, you know, Illustrator. It's like, it's 3D." Yeah. I got to right. see this. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, James James is a great guy, man. I love I love him. Uh he helped me a lot with the when I was like working with more realistic stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. he is like a very kind and, and sh- he shares a lot of information. Oh, yeah. He's yeah, he's great.
0: Yeah, I, I'm a strong believer in him and three D scan store. I mean what they do is great. Yeah,
1: it's incredible, right? It's
0: incredible. Yeah. All right, my friend. Well, good luck on Saturday. I'll try to get this out.
1: Um it's, tomorrow. It's, it's gonna be Sunday. Okay. Uh, Sunday. I, I yeah, I, you I got told pushed. you wrong. No, okay. it was always Sunday. I was like crazy and not sleeping <laughs> when I said Saturday. Okay. Oh, wait,
0: you said the 23rd, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. 23rd, Saturday. Yes. I was like, wait, I, it's
1: Saturday. Come on. Don't, don't yes. get it wrong. So 23rd, okay. January, Sunday. Sunday. Uh, <laughs> All
0: right. Well, me and James probably be in there trying to get, trying to figure out how, uh, how to get our wallet to work. <laughs>
1: it's. Uh, like- it's Actually, the, the 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 well, I used a Phantom wallet, uh, and it was pretty easy to 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 use it. So I think much easier than than it was. Maybe because I already know what I was doing. But uh, yeah. I remember when I first got into it uh, with the the. the MetaMask. The MetaMask, and, the meta-mask yeah. was like, whoa, I, I, what is this? It's so yeah. complicated. Scary was at first. very it's scary like, and complicated. Whoa. And yeah. yeah,
0: cool. Well, congrats, man. And, uh, and I wish you all the, all the success. It's, and just number one, Thank I you, mean, man. you're, you're, you're kind of living the dream doing your own project. So it's very inspiring to me.
1: Thank you, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel that way. It's awesome. really good. It's really good to work for yourself. Because I, I did work more than I am working right now for other people, you know. Uh, mm. And and now I'm like not sleeping much this past week, but at least it's it's for myself.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. All right, best of luck.
1: Thanks, man. All right, nice to see you. Nice talking to you. Great talking to you.